0: And this is Culture Shift here on 1019 WDET. Good afternoon. I'm Amanda LeClaire. And over the weekend on February 4th, to be exact, uh, was the anniversary of the passing of a legendary Detroit musician. Donald Byrd was a trumpeter, and he's someone that I am not entirely familiar with about. So Ryan Patrick Cooper, Culture Shift correspondent, and also Sam Bobian are here to uh, school us on the legacy of Donald Byrd. Yeah, Donald Byrd was a big introduction for me into the world of jazz. And uh, still today, you know, his legacy uh, isn't necessarily well known in the mainstream like a Miles Davis or a John Coltrane, but he was just as influential. Detroit born, went to Cass Tech along with Alice Coltrane, Ron Carter, a lot of jazz legends have come out of there. And he eventually made his way to New York in the 50s and performed with Art Blakey. And the jazz messengers, uh, John Coltrane, Thelonious Monk, over fifty albums in that bebop era of New York, and he really stretched uh, uh, decades from the fifties all the way to the nineties. His music would be end up being sampled heavily in a lot of hip hop, and those records that ended up getting sampled are the records that we're going to talk about a little bit today. In the seventies, he started putting out these records that were this jazz funk. Fusion sort of mashup that that really changed the game and and were a little bit uh, divisive in the jazz genre for sure. Um, Sam, tell us a little bit about that uh, that that sort of era for him. What what led him to start creating these records?
1: Well, Donald Byrd was always on the cutting edge of jazz. Um, he was always changing with the times. And 1969 was a time when jazz fusion really began. Uh, Miles Davis' Bitches Brew came out, and when Miles Davis does something, it really just sets the path for everyone else to kind of follow. And uh, the difference between Donald Byrd stuff and Miles Davis' stuff at that time was Miles was more of like a rock-jazz fusion, rock avant-garde uh, experimental music where Donald Byrd really had um, the soul and funk fusion in his jazz, which was kind of a Detroit thing. The guys that were helping him produce those albums, the, the Mizell Brothers, um, they're, they're also, we're working on Motown and, uh, a lot of soul music at that time. So the blending of that music for them was something that was very natural for all
0: of them. They had written for, the Mizell brothers had written for the Jackson 5.
1: Yeah, Jackson 5, ABC, and I Want You Back. They were on the, uh, the production team called The Corporation, which they did a lot of stuff for Motown.
0: And they formed the Blackbirds with Donald Bird, and it started off with 1973's album Street Lady. And we're going to play a track from that right now. It's called Lasana's Priestess here on Culture Shift. Music And this is Culture Shift here on 1019 WDET, and that is the music of legendary Detroit jazz musician Donald Byrd. This past uh, Saturday would have been uh, the anniversary of his passing. He passed away in 2013 and uh, I'm here with Ryan Patrick Cooper, our Culture Shift correspondent, also Sam Bobian of WDET, and uh, we're talking about the, the legacy and the work and then the influence that he had on popular music. And we're talking about specifically the 70s records that he put out, that blended jazz and blended soul and really changed the game. And the record that came out uh, that, that was the biggest one of this era was 1973's Blackbird, which for me, that was an album that I found in my parents' record crates, and we were not a jazz literate family. So, it was so popular that it was sneaking into record crates of people that weren't even necessarily jazz heads. It cracked the Billboard Top 100. For quite some time, it was actually the top-selling record in the history of Blue Note Records, obviously a legendary jazz label. And there's a track on there that would make a big impact in hip-hop later on, which a lot of these records in the 70s that Donald Byrd did with his band, the Blackbirds, ended up finding their way into a lot of hip-hop music. Tell me a little bit about that, Sam. Yeah, the song Flight Time. The
1: intro of the song is just a sound effect of a, a plane taking off and a simple guitar note repeating. It ended up being uh, the sample for Nas's um, "Ilmatic," and You know, it became a huge part of the hip-hop scene. People It drew a lot of attention to Donald Byrd's music, and people started uh, sampling it all over the place. People like Donald uh, J. Dilla sampled uh, uh, Think Twice. Um, A lot of house music sampled Think Twice. Uh, It's just a really popular era for sampling for Donald Byrd. And
0: he was one of the first jazz musicians to really embrace the idea of of hip-hop guys sampling. Because Donald Byrd, you know, he lived to be 80, had a very robust life, and he kept reinventing himself. And he was really one of the first to say, not only was there a a good deal of money in doing that sampling, but he embraced the idea of his music sort of having a second wind with younger hip-hop artists.
1: Yeah, after being sampling, he connected with this rapper named Guru and did this album called Jazzmatazz, which was a really popular hip-hop jazz fusion
0: record in the 90s. Absolutely. And we're actually going to play the song that you mentioned off of 1975, Stepping in Tomorrow. This is Think Twice by Donald Byrd on Culture Shift. That was Donald Byrd with Think Twice, and I'm Ryan Patrick Hooper, Culture Shift correspondent. We're talking about the legacy of Donald Byrd, the legendary jazz trumpeter from the city of Detroit, and we're here with Sam Bobian who is an engineer and producer at WDT. He's also a jazz scholar who got his uh, master's degree at Wayne State, which is the same place that Donald Byrd got his bachelor's degree. Um, And you've actually performed some of the music of Donald Byrd as a tribute with your band, Will Sessions, before. So how did he make an impact on your influence and your opinions on jazz?
1: Uh, Donald Byrd's stylistic approach for playing trumpet was really appealing to me. He was always really simple and soulful. Everything he played, he made a statement with. He wasn't playing a bunch of notes or a bunch of nonsense. He used space, really melodic in his playing, and I really appreciate that. Um, so when we played his music, I had to like really dive into his, his tone. Um, and then the band was doing the, the Mizell Brothers production, and it just all came together beautifully.
0: It's never shocking to me that a musician from Detroit has a very, a very efficient style of playing, and that's definitely what Donald Byrd had. He picked his his areas that he wanted to make an impression on. Uh, we talked about Miles Davis; he changed a lot in the game, and then Donald Byrd did too. But when you look at the legacies. Miles Davis is, is almost a name that you're born knowing, whether or not you're super into jazz. Donald Byrd, even though he's definitely one of the greatest jazz musicians and super influential, his legacy doesn't uh, resound in the same way. Yeah, Miles
1: was always on the cutting edge of changing styles. Um, Miles was very artistic with it. You know, He was never afraid to um, challenge his listeners. Whereas Donald Byrd, while he was following that cutting edge, he kind of stayed more in the pop end of it and uh, um, trying to use more folks in selling records, um, getting music out to the masses. And um, that's kind of where I think Miles Davis' legacy kind of carries the
0: torch on that. Absolutely. And we got to be clear, when we're covering Donald Byrd, we're talking about almost 50, 60 years of musical influence. And we're focusing specifically on the 70s and the influence of those records. Over at WDT.org on the Culture Shift page, we're going to have a playlist of some of his earlier music that's more bebop. And uh, you can find out more about him because it's a legacy that, that really stretches over so many genres, uh, influenced so many different players. And I just want to thank you so much, Sam, for coming in and talking to us about it. Yeah, thanks for
1: having me.